I uh, will ask God's ask forgiveness and, and, and yours and, and you. I'll ask you to uh, stand in your hearts if you if, if, if you want to uh, rather than standing up again after I ask you to be seated <laughs> forgive me it's not it is worship it is not gymnastics <laughs> so in your heart in your soul stand As I read from Genesis 5, verses 21 through 24, the sermon text. And Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. And after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God. 300 years. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not. <coughs> For God took him. This is the reading of the Word of, of God. Um, I have some other texts that, that, that I, may be, I may be going to. Um, this sermon, um, by, by design, <laughs> as, as best as I could design it, is a little top-heavy. There are three three heads, three headings of the sermon. The first is larger than the other two. And I figure if, if you can endure that, you're, you're, you're all downhill from there. Um, no, it, it's, it's, I hope it's a, uh, I hope it's a joy. The first point, I'll just give, I'll just give them to you a point at a time. The first point of the sermon is that the Holy Spirit ignites the flame of faith in the believer, in you and me, and enables each of us to stir up that God-given faith. So we might grow more deeply in Jesus. We might want to grow more deeply in Jesus. We might need to grow more deeply in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit, though, ignites that flame. Much like the, the, the worried men who were on the road to Emmaus, whose Christ whose Christ was dead. Jesus was dead. And they didn't know what to do other than get out of town. Maybe build a new life for themselves. 
So they went to Emmaus. And on, on that road, on that route, un, unbeknownst to them, they run right into the Lord Jesus Christ, the risen Savior. And he talked to them, and their hearts were so hardened with, with disbelief that they didn't know who he was until he broke bread and blessed it and gave thanks. Then they knew. And then he began to express the truth of, 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 of his being and, 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 and where he was all through the Old Testament, everywhere through the Old Testament. And they, they were absolutely dumbfounded. They were amazed. And then they, they just said, we've, we've got to go. We've got to go back. We've got to go back to Jerusalem. And they ran back. They ran back to Jerusalem. After their Savior, And they said, it has to be him, because who could warm our hearts like him? And here's, here is the benefit and the beauty of the Holy Spirit as he, as he warms our hearts toward, toward Jesus. The word Enoch, the word Enoch uh, is, is an interesting word. Uh, the, the the first the first little character uh, the first little character we call them letters but they're really more like characters in, uh, in, 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 in in Hebrew it sort of looks like an abstract mouth a throat and and uh, and uh, and um, um, uh, uh, an upper lip and, and there's a slight there's a slight gap between the throat and the upper lip it's like an open mouth and, and, and it, it, it means, it means to taste. It means to discern. It means to, to seek. It also means to teach. And, and you know, it's, I think it's ironic because that, that little character, that little letter encapsulates who Enoch is. He's a man who, who, who knows now. He knows God. He knows him. He knows him well. And, and he, he's, he's hungry for more. He seeks for more. He, he wants to run after God. And there, there's, a, uh, there's a, a, a wonderful word here in the Hebrew which translates to, to walk. And, and it, it, it means uh, to just, to, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a constant and a consistent relationship of you going and, and working and growing together and becoming much more intimate together, much more loving, much more intimate together. And that's what a walk is. I, I remember I was at a, uh, uh, what I, I had just, I had just recently, I, maybe it, it had been two years, I, I had become a Christian. Uh, was Christian in New, York, in New York City, became Christian there. And uh, uh, was, 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 was led back to San Francisco. Um, and I, I belonged to a, a wonderful church there and uh, uh, great people great great fellowship loving people and and uh, I, I remember it was after one 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 uh, one, one service and the the music 
director saw me and uh, and, 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 and made the beeline for me. Beeline for me. And I thought, what's, what's happening here? And he's going through all these people because he sees things with all these people. And, and I had this, I had this hot cup, hot, black, rich, strong cup of Swedish coffee. Underline hot a couple times. <laughs> and I'm standing with the coffee and I see, I see uh, <laughs> Howard uh, Redman, the music director, coming right at me. And he takes me up, he takes, he takes me by the right hand, you know, and, 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 and begins to shake it violently. <laughs> and this, this hand is just shaking and the coffee is and it's boiling. It's just so hot. My hands red and swelling and, and horrible. And, and, and in, in the, he, didn't, he didn't see a thing. And he, 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 he looks at me and he says, Tim, how's your walk? Full of life. Now, I was a baby Christian. I didn't know what that word meant. And so I said, I thought he said, how was your walk? So I said, oh, it's great. It was a nice spring day. Oh, it's great. Went and had, had, had a cappuccino, sat and read the paper for a little bit, and I went to the church. And he went, he went no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. He said, how, how is your walk? How is your life? How is your growth? doing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And people stop and just turned and they wanted to hear. And it was so wonderful to have that kind of a talk. This, how is your walk? Every Sunday after that, you come back and you say, how's your, I put on the coffee. <laughs> how's your walk? I want to, how's your walk? <clears throat> Enoch, were he here, he would like to ask you the same question. His walk, he walked with God. And it's, it's, so, it's so evident and it's so strong, this statement, walking with God, that it's repeated. It's repeated in the text here, in the verse. He walked with God, and then later on, he walked with God. What's he trying to say? What is he trying to say? He's saying that Enoch had a very powerful, very intense, very sweet walk with the Lord. With him. In his presence. Much like when, 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 when God told Abraham, he said, Abraham, I want you to walk before me and be blameless. Walk before me. There are there, there are psalmists who say uh, that, that 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 they they walk after God. We got walking with Him, walk before Him, walking after Him. You shall walk after the Lord, your God, and fear Him, love Him, adore Him. Worship that kind of fear, a loving fear. And obey his voice and serve him. The psalm says, Psalm uh, 119, my favorite psalm, Psalm 119. He says, I cling to your testimonies. I cling to your truth. I cling to what you're saying about yourself. I cling to it. I hang on to it. 
I love it. Can you imagine a man holding on to a word, holding on to a thought? You've heard the phrase, hold that thought. Well, God wants us to hold the stuff, to cling to it, to hang on to it. I cling to your testimonies. Oh, Lord, do not, do not put me to shame. I will run the course of your commandments. I will run the course of your commandments in your presence. Another picture of being with God. For you shall enlarge my heart. And that's the key. Because God has enlarged the psalmist's heart. He can run the course. He can love him. He can cling to these words. He can cling to what God says to himself. And this is what, this is what Enoch was doing. But how? Or more correctly, why? What is the reason for him, him walking with God in such a, a passionate, such a loving manner? Well, first of all, we want to discover, this might give us a clue, that Enoch uh, said, I will, he, he walked with, and in the Hebrew, in the original language, it says, he walked with the God. Now, look at your, look at your Bible, look at your script, your, your, uh, your, your, your scripture, and you'll find that that's not there. It doesn't say, he walked with the God, but that's what it means literally. There's a little word, a little letter, ha, in front of the word Elohim. Ha, that the Hebrews wrote. Ha, and that means the, the. It's a particular, particular word. Very particular. The God. And what he's saying here, that he's, he is telling his culture that he is walking with the God of creation. The God. There is no God in his presence. Nothing's in his presence. There can even pretend to be a God. God is the God. We hear that all through all through Isaiah. He said, I am I am God and there is no other. I'm your God and there's no don't even try it. There'll be no other God before me. Not in my presence. Because there is no other God before me. There's another clue here. He said he came to God. He walked with God after he begot. After he begot Methuselah. After. He walked with God. He walked with the God of the universe. That one God. Proudly, happily, he walked with him after, and that is is that that's walked with him. It's dedicated to that word after. After he walked, only only after, not not just not just a little while, not a year. Not, after. So what was it in Methuselah's birth that was so special? What was it in, in, in the event that was so special? I got a, I got a clip. In, there are two kinds 
of time. We look at time in two different ways. We look at time in two different ways. The first, the first way is linear. The time's going tick, 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 tick. Now, now the Hebrews didn't have a tick, tick, tick. They didn't, they didn't have clocks. But they saw the sun, and they traced the sun. They saw the moon, they traced the moon, the planets. They so they, they were, they knew about linear time. You see, your friends age. Time's linear. You, you, you don't look at them or you don't age. Your, or your friends age. <laughs> Could it have been that? Could it have been seeing, seeing it in his, his voice as they, as they grew, as, as he saw their, their, their faces develop, and as he saw, as, as he saw the faces of, 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 of ancestors who he knew, his father, his, his, uh, his uncle, his aunt, all these different faces, this, this, making this, 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 this mosaic in a lovely young face. All these faces, the eyes, the cheeks, the way somebody laughs. And then realizing that at the very end, at the very end of the day, that they are made in, not just after man's image, but they're made in God's image. Look at your children. Look at them in the faces. Look at their eyes and lips and the chains. Look at them. And, and you'll see different brothers. You'll see different brothers in the, in the family. Mother, dad, your, your uncle, your different. You'll find different people. And as they grow, you'll find different people. They'll laugh like somebody. They'll, 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 they'll think like somebody. They'll, it's, it's amazing. But at the end, they're made in God's image. That can help. That could have helped uh, uh, Enoch a lot. Could have helped a lot. There's another kind of time that's called uh, see, that's called Kronos. This is called Kairos. Kairos. It's an upsetting kind of a time. It's 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 like a a, a volcano going off in time. And and you don't you 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 measure everything by, by that event. For instance, uh, uh, a favorite birthday of yours. Uh, um, uh, death of a of a of a very dear relative. Um, uh, the Fourth of July. That's kind of, that's. That's wonderful. It should be incredibly wonderful. The birth of our nation. Or, uh, well, maybe December the 7th is not such a, a good time to remember. It's, it's an important time to remember. The, you, you may be young to remember it, but, but, but that was the day that, that we were attacked by an enemy, by the Japanese in 1941, and that got us into World War, World War II. And, and, and it was chaotic event. It, 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 it was an upheaval. Could it have been something like that? Could it be? I think some Puritans have a suggestion. They think that, that Enoch was given some information by God. Because Enoch was a prophet. And he was given revelation by God. 
that he, along with other men in other men in uh, in history, some they knew, some they didn't know, that he would be, that he would carry the seed of Christ. He carry the seed of the Lord Jesus, the man. And so would his son. And when he looks at his son on the face, he's trying to trace out the possibility. The Messiah. The Messiah is in there. He's carrying the seed for Messiah, as I was. What a wake-up call from God. What a special thing. And a lot, of, a lot of Puritans believe that that was one of the reasons why he, he was given this wonderful revival. That he could walk with the God. The peculiar God of the, of the universe. as he grew in time, as he grew in Christ, he knew what it was to be preserved. He knew, he knew what it was to persevere. God allowed him, like these other, these other men, God allowed him to live three, walk with him for 300 years. 300 years. To, to walk with Christ for 300 years? To walk with the, the God of the universe 300 years? That's amazing. He's preserved. Preserved so he could persevere. But he was preserved because he was also a uh, also a uh, uh, a prophet. Let's uh let's let's turn to uh To Jude. It's right in front of Revelation. He said here that Enoch prophesied. Well, as you as you look, I'm not, I'm not going to read it because we don't, we don't. But I, I want you to take this home and read it. Read it. I know that, that he prophesied, he encountered a culture. You see, as, as Enoch grew in Christ, as Enoch grew more powerful in his walk, he was living in a society, he was living in a culture that was on the, on the downslide. Because by, by Genesis 6, the culture had just gone to complete seed. That men and women all people everywhere are just they just they all they want to do is sin all they want to do is rebel that's all they want to do and all they hate God and and it was beginning to it was beginning to slide when he was around and he prophesied saying that the Lord will come 
Enoch prophesying about the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus will come with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they committed in ungodly ways and the harsh things that these ungodly sinners have said, have spoken against. So, it's a, it's a horrible downgrade. The people are, are, uh, are their whole character, their ungodly people, their, their, their entire character, their, their entire person is, 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 is bad. The actions they take, the actions they make, ungodly deeds, they have ungodly ways, ungodly means of doing things. And they have ungodly mouths, ungodly speech. And he stood there, toe to toe with the culture, telling them that God is going to judge, that Jesus will judge, and and we can we can learn a lot from him, and and and, and be inspired by him. We can be uh, we can we can we can take what he says not with a grain of salt, but we look at our culture, and that's the culture of our church, the whole church. And see it, that it, there are a lot of sad things that are happening in our church, in the whole church, in God's whole church. We read in first in Second Thessalonians about about people hearing lies about the coming because he didn't know scripture. What I'm trying to say is that Enoch knew God's word. He knew God's will. He listened to God. And he and he calls us, he calls us to walk very closely and to be able to stand to, to, out to this culture and to speak to it in love, in truth and in love. Because this culture can die. It's it's a it's 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 a sad world in which we live, and and we can we can love it enough that we can speak to it to tell them the truth in the love of God and the love of man. He preserved Enoch until he came home. <clears throat> when I lived in New York, there was a big, you had the, the East River and you had the Hudson River. There was Hudson River. I was walking on the Hudson River and I saw this big cargo ship. And it was so heavy, 
it was coming and it was burdened. It was heavy with weight. Uh, it was loaded to the gills. It was and it was just barely making it in, in, into the in, 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 in the inlet. It was a way of the, the water line was a way of the, the the river was way above the water line of, of the ship. It was really low. And he was just it was just trudging in real slowly. And I heard uh, uh, and just just really, really slowly. I thought, is this thing gonna sink before it can it's a shore? And it came in and then I saw I saw the name of the ship. And I couldn't believe it. It was SS Persevere. <laughs> and I was a baby Christian at that time. And I thought, boy, does that teach me a lesson. The things that I'm carrying, the weight I carry. But it's God who helps me persevere. It's God who helps me persevere in telling the truth, in leading a Christian life, in delighting him, in pleasing him. And it, 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 it was God who helped Enoch persevere and gave him the intentions, gave him the thoughts, gave him the want. To desire God. And then the day came when Enoch was no more. No more. He was there and then they turned and he was no more. There had to be a witness because it's written here. He, he just stopped. He was gone. He just, just gone. And Paul tells us in Thessalonians that there will be people who will be taken up. And I always thought, well, that's very special. You know, that's, I'm not, I'm not that special. That's, that's very special. And I thought, wait, I, and, and on, on further, on further, further reading and further study, I found that's just God's way. Paul did have a different relationship with John than Peter, and Peter was a little jealous, but he didn't love Peter any less than John. There are people who are going to live and live and live, and they'll live, change will change, and they'll live in the Lord. They'll be changed, and they'll live in the Lord. And there are people who will grow old and, and die, but they'll die in the Lord. And whether we live in the Lord, or die in the Lord, we're in the Lord. And then if, if we please God, he, he may take us home. He may take us home one way or the other. He will take us home. He's faithful and he's good. He will take you. He will take me. He will go home. And, and it doesn't... I hate to say this, but I can't, I can't worry about that mattering to me anymore. And then I look at something that really encourages me. I look at the Mount of Transfiguration. When Jesus took James and Peter and John up there. 
and they saw blinding light. And they heard God speak. And as they heard God speak, they saw they saw Moses and they saw Elijah. Both. God's two, God's two men who he loves so much. Moses never saw the promised land. Moses died. Never saw. Never saw Jordan. Elijah was take was taken up in a chariot. Just whoosh, take it right up. And, and yet they're both with the Lord. Instructing James and Peter and John. Talking to Jesus. Loved by God. Loved by the one who pleased God the most, his son. It's, it's, Enoch teaches us to search. Enoch teaches, teaches us to, to, to taste. Enoch teaches us to teaches us to, to, to teach, to teach one another, to teach a world that needs to needs to hear about the gospel, needs to hear about, about judgment. We can learn much from Enoch. And from the, the way he pleased our God. And you can please God. Enoch believed as a child. So you believe as a child. Abraham believed as a child. And he was called a friend of God. Moses was a man with whom God spoke face to face. He needed God. He loved God. So we can grow in righteousness by faith. Faith will take you home. Faith will lead you and take you home. Whether you live or whether you die. Let's, let's bow our heads in prayer. Jesus as we meditate on your word let it taste good change our hearts give us the will and the want to look at your word in a new light so it tastes good So we can seek it, seek the truth. So we can chew on your word and love you and think about what you've said and hold on to you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Amen.